Well, Jason, I'm glad that Halloween is over because now the demons can't get me. <laughs> Dude, Alex, admit it. You were scared after hearing this I, ghost stories. I was not scared. I was just cautious because I'm really afraid cautious. of demons. <laughs> and you shouldn't be messing around with that stuff. The Bible talks about it, Jason. Shauna goes to take some pictures at a wedding. And all of a sudden, you're calling me saying... Hey Jason, I'm kind of home alone. You and the boys want to come over and maybe what do you play think? I'm Macaulay Culkin? Come on now, <laughs> that's ridiculous. You were scared, so you called us over. You I terrified. wanted to have you over because your kids are cooler than you, and I wanted to hang out with them and watch Ghostbusters. And you're just kind of like a constellation prize. My kids might be cooler than I am, but I am way better at putting Legos together than them are you Alex. well i know one thing your second lego competition i blew you out of the water again with your own legos how do you feel about that <sighs> it's not your mama's christian podcast yeah uh, we're getting we're getting some disturbance from russia hold on one second excuse i gotta me, i gotta tune it in me, excuse me. this is the host of not your mama's christian podcast shane valenstein i would appreciate it if you didn't interrupt um, hey, excuse me, Tower, co-host. Hi, yes, hi, I'm your co-host, Eric. You're Tauber. not the host or the co-host. I'm Eric, part of this. Eric, guys, hold on, guys. I'm so sorry for for this interruption. But... I'm sorry, our intern has interrupted us. I'm not the freaking intern. <laughs> intern. I am. I am just as important as you two. Well, welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm the host. <laughs> Whatever, we're the host. This is Who our podcast. My name is Alex Ryman. I'm a I'm a registered voter. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Oh, wow. I take okay. back everything I just did. I didn't know who realize. We were dealing with. I oh. just literally like you yelled, and that literally scared the crap out of me. It was so loud in my headphones. I did, I did see. I, did see it I jumped, man. <laughs> now, were you as scared of my scream as Alex is scared of demons? Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All, all I know is, just a couple minutes ago, I killed a spider on my basement floor and showed it to Jason. And he screamed like a little girl. Yeah, well, we witnessed it. We are witnesses mm -hmm. to that. Yeah, I'm so glad we're actually skyping with you guys. I feel like I kind of know you guys already yeah. because I've we've been listening to each other's podcasts, and it's just like as soon as like Eric's face came on the Skype call, I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Eric? What's going yeah. on, man?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're best friends through podcasts without ever meeting. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So so what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here, Alex? Yeah, what is happening here, Alex? Please! Oh. <laughs> Alright, so we decided, since we both have similar names, we're all Christians here, that we should have this big community kind of like podcast get-together type dealy over Skype. Mm -hmm. We decided that we should do a two-part episode, and part one is going to be on our page, Not Your Pastor's Podcast, and then part two, the rest of the conversation, is going to be on Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast page. So if you want to hear the rest of the conversation, you got to go over there. You got to go like them, go subscribe to them, leave a one star review. And then... <laughs> what? I mean, come on now. I'm just kidding. You guys are great. We've listened to it. We know so, it all. So this is like pretty ridiculous then, because we're doing this whole joint episode because our names are similar. Yeah. Like, we should that's just. How that's how the love started. Mm -hmm. it's we all should just doing. combine our podcasts and just be not anyone's podcast. It sounds like first grade all over again when I met my best friend because we were wearing the same shoes. Like <laughs> that's what we're doing here. <laughs> hey guys, you got the same shoes that that's I'm how wearing. We became friends with Topper. We were yeah. like, hey. You have the same name as my brother. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's it. Done. You want to move in? Friends for 20 years. This way. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so 
we're going to do a combined episode. It's going to be real fun. We are so glad that the election cycle is over, that we have a new president, whoever that is. We don't know because we're yeah. recording Can on you Monday. believe Gary Johnson made it? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I just can't Amazing. believe that we Incredible all got honest. raptured and we're recording this from heaven. <laughs> That's what I really want to happen. Wow. Anyway, guys. We're going to get into the episode. It's going to be real fun. This is not your mama's Christian podcast. It's also not your pastor's Christian podcast. We don't have the Christian in our name, Alex. Oh, (laughs) Anyway, here we go. Hey, we're back with the boys from Maryland. Isn't that crazy, guys? You guys are yeah. all the way in Maryland, which is where? Somewhere north north of Michigan? I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, did you know this? Maryland and Michigan both start with the same letter. Oh. I was yeah. thinking about that. Like, you're making fun, but I was like, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> well, well, we have to say this, States though. are probably best friends. Right? Yeah. 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 Jason did ask before we were recording if we had daylight saving time like they did. We're in the same time zone, Jason. I don't know if it was a Michigan thing or not. <laughs> yeah, the whole rest of the country is just doing this absurd thing and staying the same time all year round. <laughs> I feel old, fat, and dumb now. Like... Just wait till we get to the animal facts, yeah, Jason. I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, why don't you guys give us a little bit of intro about who you guys are, how you guys started, and uh, what your favorite ice cream is. Whoa. Oh, I like it. All right, yeah, well, we're uh, yeah, Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. We started about the same time as you guys. My name's Shane, um, and I'm a, I'm a church planter um, this year. Uh, Easter this year, just started a church, and I've uh, been a youth pastor for about nine years prior to that. Um, wow. Yes, that's why. Nine oh, oh my favorite ice cream? I think I'm going to have to go with orange sherbet. Sherbet. Because it's not sherbet, <laughs> if you spell it correctly. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Is it really? Yeah, it's S H E R B E T. Come on, Jason. <laughs> I have to Google it. <laughs> Jason, you don't know we have daily savings. I don't know how to spell sherbet. I didn't know how to spell that. Oh, what yeah. is wrong with you? Okay, anyway, it's good. Okay, anywho. Uh, my name is Eric Topper. I am not a pastor. Um, I am Word. what they yep. would say a glorified light guy. Um, <laughs> oh, you say a light guy. See, okay, good. All right, good. I feel a little better about myself. Yeah. And uh, my favorite ice cream has got to be vanilla. We're just going oh, with a typical, classic vanilla. Typical with the little beans in it or no? I can do it. I can do a little bean. Right. It's got to have, you got to have something in it. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah, so you know bland. what? Retract that statement, Jason, when you edit this podcast, the, the whole bean thing, that sounded kind of weird. <laughs> All right. That shouldn't have been that funny. Moving on. It's getting late. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Eric, and I'm uh, I'm a pastor or whatever. Um, and my, <laughs> what? <laughs> we're, we we got it. We're all the same kind of story. But we basically we started this podcast like like Shane said around the same time as you guys. And our goal in starting this podcast was we have two pastors and a church leader, uh, but we're trying to show that we're dumb and normal and just can have fun, whatever, just like anybody else, trying to break that barrier of like pastors are up on a pedestal or whatever. Um, and we found out about you guys because I was searching my podcast and found your podcast because you were above us because you had more listeners at that time and you only had a promo out. And our goal in doing this is to take all of them to our, oh, to our no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, and my favorite ice cream uh, is chocolate mousse. Oh, nice. Mousse. Okay, that's those are those are great options. Uh, None of them were great options. <laughs> <laughs> They're all terrible. Okay, whatever. Come on. Anyway, what, um, is, what are your favorite ice cream? I'm not telling because you guys are already making fun of me too. Moose much. tracks, <laughs> moose tracks all the way. Terrible. Moose tracks is good. Moose tracks is good. Good choice, Alex. Is that a baby in the room? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It I is. have my baby with me. It's 10 o'clock at night and your baby is still awake? Come Please. on. He's, I know. He's, my... a, he's a bad father. Beep, 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 beep. CPS? Um, CPS? Uh, yeah. Did <laughs> you go to Maryland? That was literally the worst telephone sound. Man, That's how my iPhone is set Michigan. up. <laughs> you guys got CPS down in Maryland? I, yes, we do. <laughs> we're not like a third world country down here. Well, we don't know these things. We gotta maybe our listeners don't know these things. Yeah, we gotta clarify. We're trying to break okay. the barrier. <laughs> you know what? Stop distracting us. What is Jason's favorite ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> hey, I like chocolate chip cookie yeah. dough. All right, Jason. It's pretty good, but let's get to the real topic, guys. Okay. We can talk about ice creams all night because that's something that we have privilege here in America that we can <laughs> we can have yeah. ice cream. But the one privilege that we don't have is uh, good politics. Oh, we do not have that privilege Which at all. We don't, that was we don't a great to, segue by Alex. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it very long because I'm sure everybody is so glad that it's over. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, no, I'm just so happy that we have a new president. And guess what? This is going to sound super Christian. I'm just I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray for them for once. I probably prayed for Obama like five times over well, the eight years. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. No matter who it is, yep. whether it's the person you voted for or not, you're supposed to just, all right, you're for them now because it's our country still, right? Yeah. That, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, most most Christians have had this reaction. Well, I shouldn't say most, but a lot, a lot of Christians will have this reaction whenever like a Democrat is elected president. They go, oh my goodness, the Antichrist has come. Yeah. Obama is the Antichrist or whoever it is. And they flip out because surely if it's not a Republican. And revelations yeah. is happening. Then you guys, who, our days are numbered. How many likes have you gone on the, the memes out there that say the only way we'll make our country great again is if America or if we put uh, God first? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of that. All over the place. I'm so, I hope those things die. I agree. <laughs> like I am just sick and tired of those. It's like it's it's implying it's stupid because it implies the fact that oh, so you think our country is only great if we follow like moral moralism, and we try and impose morals on people instead of just being, hey, well, you guys want to meet Jesus or how can I show Christ to you? Yeah, yeah. So instead of trying to change people to be more like us, we need to introduce them to Jesus, who then changes people. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's the point. Yeah, actually, we've got like a really good question on this that so we should hit right now. Yeah, let's just do it right now. Do it. And now it's time for hashtag Ask NYPP. Questions you should have asked your pastor, but asked us instead. Can we borrow that hashtag? Just add a and just add, add a, a Y and an N. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't add a Y. They already have a Y. Oh yeah. yeah. All you guys have to do is an M and a C. That's all you guys yeah. got to do. M and a C. Wait, up in Michigan, do you guys spell not your the same way as us? <laughs> yeah, we, we spell it Y O U apostrophe R E. That's how we spell it. Wow. That's oh, okay. Oh cool. uh, well, that's you need that's... to go back to school. <laughs> Public school. Yeah, we we determined that in one of our episodes too. All right, so this ca- this question comes from James. He says he's a good friend of mine. He was actually in my um, 
He is one of my groomsmen. Are you going to interrupt me some more, Alex? Yep. I just want to read the question. <laughs> we don't care about James. Yeah, the nobody. <laughs> All right. It says, I've been feeling curious about the He's role. He's so good. Oh, come He's on, also Alex. afraid of spiders. Just like you. You I'm guys are make good friends. You're a crappy reader, too. I'm going to make you read this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to interrupt anymore. Okay, here we go. All right. I've been feeling curious about the role of Christians in our current American society. Everyone seems to insist on fighting for Christian morality and policy through government. We know that unless someone is changed through Christ, they are capable of, they aren't capable of understanding these morals or hold, holding to their values. It appears to me the harder we fight for our way of life to be everyone's way of life, the worse we come off in the in these public moral battles. Would it not be better for Christians to stop with the public morality battles and just focus on showing Christ outwardly through our everyday personal interaction with our neighbors and other unbelievers? What are you guys' thoughts on this and maybe importance of keeping our country and government as Christian as possible in today's society? Mm. So what do you what do you pastors think about this? <sighs> yeah, because you guys are actually pastors. We're just like little peons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beyond, yeah. What's, what's funny is that you listen to our podcast, listen to theirs. Theirs is way smarter than oh, ours. Oh, yeah. And we have two pastors, and their whole thing is that they're not. But um, we have guests, though, that are way smarter than us. So yeah. that's really the only reason why. <laughs> well, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I I never. Like when it came to like when when homosexual marriage and all that stuff came to pass, I, I remember not knowing what exactly how to feel or think and. With certain things like that, because um, if when, when it comes to like my kids, I'm going to tell them when they need to do their homework, when they get older, I'm going to tell them when they need to go to bed, all that stuff. But I'm not going to go to my neighbors and my other neighbor's house who I don't know and tell those kids when they need to go to bed. So in the same way, I don't feel like we as Christians should be telling everyone else who's not Christians mm-hmm. and here's how you need to live because the Bible says so. Because they're going to be like, who cares? I don't freaking care about the Bible. Our goal needs to be, like I said earlier, to introduce people to Jesus. So when it comes to that stuff, I think we care too much about the political part because it's easy to make a stand for that rather than just us doing the the hard work of loving our neighbor and loving people because that's very hard to do because that's selfless and that's opposite of what we are supposed to, of what we want to do. Well, I think that if if our rights as Christians are being compromised or being threatened, then we need to stand up for what we are called to and what the Bible says. If our rights as Christians are not being compromised, then for us to stand up and to tell everybody else that they're wrong only makes us come off as arrogant instead of coming off as loving. And just as Eric said, if we if we don't introduce somebody to Jesus first, then we can't expect them to believe what we believe, mm-hmm. if yeah. that makes sense. One of the things that I'm always curious about is, I, I and you guys have probably heard this probably a lot in your church as well, like whenever any of these like hot button issues take place, like when the Supreme Court makes a ruling on a same-sex marriage or what's the other big issue or like abortion, abortion, abortion yeah. everybody like gathers their arms together and say, well, this is a Christian nation. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. But like, do you mean that we were founded by Christian morals? Because I, I believe that's true. But I think what they're saying is we want to get back to that morality that we had back in the 1950s. That's what my Christian yep. nation was. And if you go back then, everybody was just a Christian on Sundays. Right, and, right, right. And it's and it's only yeah, gotten worse level. 
it's only gotten worse since uh since time has passed on. So for me, I don't give a rip that the Supreme Court passed same sex marriage. Yeah. I, I all I want to do is be like, you know what? There is a there's a group of people out there, and I know I don't know what the statistic is. I think it is one percent uh of people identify as the with the LGBT community. My job is to love them because right now their view of me as a Christian is that I'm some racist, bigot, idiot. Mm. And they don't realize that I actually do care about them and I do love them. So my my thing when I first meet them is not, hey, guess what? You're going to hell because you're a <laughs> sinner. My thing is, no, I want to show you who Christ is. I want to show you that I'm just a normal person just like you and we can be citizens in this great nation, but... At the same time, like I do want to tell them Christ, because I don't, I don't believe that we should just show people Christ. We, I think we need to tell people about Christ. Yeah, yeah, amen. I agree with that. Yeah, I think we work under, in general, under the false assumption that this is a Christian nation. Would you guys say this is a Christian nation? No, no. not anymore. Not after no. George Washington. And see, uh, <laughs> that's what we think up here in Michigan, and it's down there in Maryland too. So it's another like common thing between our our two states and podcasts. Like, it's just, it's amazing, it, even that far south. What do you guys think about, though, for, like, especially, like, there's moral, so, like, let's say, for instance, uh, abortion. What do you yeah. guys think, should, would you guys vote against that, or should we as Christians vote against those type of legislations? The the thing with abortion for me is that what's different between abortion for, for us and what we believe about it compared to same-sex marriage is that we believe abortion is killing innocent babies mm -hmm. right so because of that we're trying to fight for the rights of people that don't have a voice yeah when it comes to same-sex marriage it doesn't affect me it doesn't affect like it's two people that two adults that choose to do something whatever like two whether, adults that, that would do that regardless of whether or not yeah the, it was passed so whether that's a sin or not it's it's not affecting anybody where when it comes to abortion to me what's hard for me to to think the other side is that i just can't conceive the baby in the womb is something other than what it is a, a baby about to be born. And when you abort that, it's killing a baby. It's you know what I mean? So it's, it's so it's hard tough. To it's so tough because I, I, I have some, I have some friends of mine that, that do ascribe to, well, it's a woman's choice. And especially if, if the mother's in danger, then actually, well, the most humane thing is to abort the baby. And it's so hard to get that across to them. Like, well, what about the baby's life? Yeah. Like the yeah. baby is just, it just this innocent life just kind of hanging out and has no idea. And I, I can't remember what pastor I was listening to or where I heard it. It was like eight weeks or something like that, that babies can actually feel pain. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's yeah. just heartbreaking to me that, that this stuff is going on. But to the person who doesn't understand that this is actually a life that they, they don't have, maybe they don't have the Holy spirit telling him that I can understand why they're kind of living in this kind of this mm -hmm. dark, Council, I guess you could say that. No, it's just it's just a medical procedure. It's the the life that's the most important is the mother's life, not the and baby's life. And they and the, and it's easier to think that way because that's the life that that we can see, and that's the life that we can hear, and all of those things. And we don't see the life of the baby, so it's easier to just disregard it. And that's kind of what we do with 
problems of people of other people around the world if we're talking about like us as americans we're so focused on what goes on in our neighborhood that if it's not right in front of us it we're just like ah it doesn't really matter like like the problems that are happening in other parts of the world like in israel everything that's going on over there or, or like in a third world country somewhere it doesn't make as much of a difference to us because it's not right in front of our face right yeah i just like since we're talking about abortion there's so many women i think like the number one leading reason for having an abortion, especially in the Flint area, is a fear that they're not going to be able to financially provide for this this child. And to me, that's where I think Christians can really step in is instead of protesting or being at some sort of rally. And I've seen some horrendous rallies. A friend of mine just posted another one over in Grand Rapids, just this awful rally of these Christians protesting. If they would find out the reason why i don't know if there's even a way to legitimately do that but yeah if you were to if you like if you found out that this mother was going to have an abortion because she could not afford to house this mm-hmm. baby to take care of this baby as a christian would you not be willing to step in and provide financial support yeah it's kind of yeah. it's it's really interesting because i this i would really be interested in in this statistic and i'm i'm sure only jesus knows what the actual number is mm-hmm. but I wonder how many people are saying, you know what, I can't, I, okay, I, we are recording this on Monday, so we don't know who's winning the presidency yet. Yeah. So when yeah. this episode airs. I'm just not telling. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's Gary Johnson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some people are going to vote for Trump solely based on the abortion issue. Yeah. I wonder how what that percentage of people that are voting for Trump based only on that issue are actually involved in any type of crisis pregnancy centers in major cities that's a good question because it's like you know what i'm gonna vote for this person because they're going to make the legislation so i don't have to do anything and i can just sit in a pew like i'm over that get your butt out of the pew go and actually do something about it because jesus said go not sit on your butt i think that's why christians fight so hard for legislation and the political orientation to align with our Christian beliefs is because it makes our job It produces job a culture easier. of laziness. Yeah. If you, like, we talked about this before, the Christian church in America is an anomaly where we are literally the least persecuted and we mm-hmm. get the least amount of stuff done. Yeah. Kind yeah, of. That's a great point. Yeah. That should be a wake-up call to the church in America, honestly. So what do you, what do you guys think of the, this episode's coming out on Friday, right? So, um, we like like we've been saying. We already know who the president is and all that stuff. Um, what do you guys think of like the whole idea of God and His sovereignty when it comes to the presidency? As in, like, does is the president the president that he or she is because God made it happen? Like, like I've heard all that kind of stuff. So when it comes to this election and our leader now, um, where does God? being in control of everything come into play. But when I when I go through and I edit this thing for posting, I'm going to insert the name of our actual president in there. <laughs> so I'm just like, like it's going to be all robotic like Trump. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I'm going to have Alex Samus, Gollum, and, and Schmeagle. Nice. And we'll, we'll insert who our president is. <laughs> no, I, man, I I want to hold the belief that God chose the president. Right? Is that kind of what we're we're brought up in our in our our Christian culture? I mean, if you think about it, if you go back Old Testament, uh, God 
picked Saul. He said Saul's going to be the first king. But he didn't want to because the, the Israelites were crying right. out right. and asking for a king. And he was like, you don't need one. You don't, but I still, but don't he still one. picked Saul, didn't he? And then he picked Saul. Yep. yep. So Saul is basically Hillary. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But then he picked, then he picked David after that. Right. So I have to, I, and he blessed the broken system. Like he still used the brokenness yep. yeah. of the Israelites choosing their own king, even though he had already provided a better way. So maybe if whoever wins, Hillary, <laughs> um, maybe God will bless the broken broken system because it's just like any other nation that has rised up, like. I think about, I was reading it today. Who said it was, uh, I think Jesus said that to the Pharisees, like, you know, God can raise up sons of Abraham from these stones. God can easily raise up another United States Absolutely. and make and make that nation greater than this nation, for well, sure. The, the United States aren't the first United States, meaning that they're always a, there's always a different empire that rises. If you want to go back to the Bible times and you look at the the, the Israelites being captured and by the Assyrians and the Babylonians, and then even in the time of Jesus, Rome and that empire and empires rise and fall when God brings them into power, and then when they get so arrogant to think that they got there because of themselves, which sounds a lot like our country right now, That's and then. True we start declining. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny that we can't learn from the history of the world over and over and over. This is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can, you can read through the old Testament and see how God deals with Israel. And yeah. there's so many, like there's so many commonalities between what was going on with Israel and what's going on with us that it's kind of freakishly scary. Like, yeah. yeah, like we can sit there and we can read it and then we commit the same exact mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, read, like we're read. so bold to think that we've acquired this wealth, right? On our on our, by our own work, like mm-hmm. I, I've always been really stunned. I remember I was reading through Isaiah and I read Isaiah chapter one, and so is Isaiah chapter one the same in Maryland as it is here? <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, it's not. Nope. So it's Isaiah two. Everybody, quick, go pause, pause this episode, go read Isaiah one, and tell me if that does not sound like the United States of America, because I would definitely say it's very similar yeah well, it's a prophecy give us give us the cliff notes there Alex. i don't have the bible right here <laughs> <laughs> but basically basically god is saying to isaiah like do you do you think i'm like impressed with what you've yeah. created here no and i'm just gonna wipe you mugs out yeah. <laughs> that's the alex ryman version <laughs> the arv the, the arv the, oh, nice. can i download I that translation there. on an app or something like that <laughs> anywhere it's coming out soon as soon as we get enough money from yeah. our patreon page yeah. yeah you can skype it whenever you want like <laughs> those versions available on skype <laughs> yeah and i don't know about you guys but i've been trying to really find a way to kind of find peace with whatever kind of decision does happen when we find out with this election so I just think back to in Revelation when Jesus says, you know, I'm the Alpha and Omega. Um, We did a Bible study recently with Judah Smith, um, and he kind of described it as a race. In fact, that God is first means that he was before. He's bigger. You know, he was the champion. He's the victor. Um, So you can kind of take away that he he can empathize with us. And, he you know, he's endured, you know, some of the obstacles that we're facing. So he's been there, and he knows – what the outcome is going to be. So that's something that at least I can take away and know that 
I can find some sort of peace in this, you know? So, so did, so does God pick our presidents then? Is that what we're, is that what we're kind of, so not even the electoral college, the thing that nobody seems to understand, like everybody still thinks, I think it's funny that every year they, they have to have something on like NBC where they explain how our government works every four years. And Everybody still thinks, oh, it, it's not a bipolar. I appreciate vote. those reminders, Alex. So just it's the Electoral off. College every year, and you need to get 272 electoral votes to win the presidency. I mean, it goes back to like free will. God, God, uh, everything that happens, God is allowing to happen. But, and that, and that can go to predestination argument too, but um, we have free will to vote who we want. We have free will to do what we want. Um, and God allows it, and God will use it but i don't like just like i don't think every time something bad happens to somebody it's because god made it happen it's because god allowed it to happen and he's going to use it for his will and in the same way no matter who is president right now as we're listening to this god is going to use it for his will and god is still in control yeah so no matter who it is and and we don't have to be have such this terrible fear of oh no trump won oh no hillary won oh no gary johnson won (laughs) (laughs) but but that have a fear of of that because God is still in control. And if, if the worst possible thing happens, if we go to world war three and we all die, we, our hope is not found in our president or in, even in our nation. Our hope is found in Jesus Christ and the grace he gave us, the grace he showed us and our eternity. That is our hope. So no matter what it's God, God is still God. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's crazy. I was listening to it years ago. I was listening to I think it was a David Platt sermon, and he was talking about the church over in China, and how they were praying for persecution to come on the United States of America. Oh, so man, not not because not because <laughs> they were they hated us or they were jealous of our wealth or anything of that notion, but because they wanted us to experience God on the same level that they were. And to me, that's oh, yeah, that's like incredible to think about, like. So, like, we might see, I mean, it, it, like, to me, it looks like America's falling apart. I'm sure, you know, every person who's 32 in years prior said the same thing. Like, it looks like it's all going to hell. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that can't be anything new, but it's just, it boggles my mind to, to, to know that there's other, that our church, like, the universal church is actively praying for us to experience persecution so we can experience God on a much higher level than we currently do. So this is probably going to be a really controversial statement that I'm going to make, but (laughs) the American God needs to die. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's statement, period, hashtag. <laughs> like, that's it. Your mic didn't fall over, so I didn't know <laughs> if you were done or not. No, the America, the, the God that we, that, that we've made here in America, and I don't mean every Christian, but there is a, this mentality that for whatever reason, that America is this, this new Israel or this, this new better thing. And we, we fail to recognize that God is the one who has put us here. God is the one who is blessing us. And for the past 200 some odd years, he's blessed us. I don't know why, because we've made complete arrogant fools of ourselves, but still he somehow chooses to bless us. And when all of a sudden people, we get these two candidates who are just two awful candidates and 
everybody just freaks out and forgot about God. And they and and at that point they stopped worshiping the true God, the the only God, and started worshiping America, God of America, whatever we want to call him. Yeah, and we even said this in our uh, Colin Kaepernick episode. You know, we are Christians before we're Americans. And that's what a lot of times people always get that twisted. And they just think that, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. We're a Christian before we're an American. So Yeah, like Paul says in Philippians, like, yeah, your citizenship is in heaven. So, like, I and I, I do want to make this, this, this clarification. I am very, very excited and blessed that I'm an American. I, I have family yeah. that have served in the military and um, – and I'm just so blessed that I live here because I see the hurt and what other countries deal with. And I, and I know that when I go to bed at night, I don't have to worry about bombs dropping or I don't have to worry about, even though I live in Flint, like I don't, I don't worry about like somebody breaking into my house usually like that. I just don't have that worry. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that I am an American and that I do live here, but there's a part of me that has to say, thank you God for making me an American, but help me be more, help me be a better citizen of your kingdom. Yep. Doesn't yeah. does, doesn't it feel like the other shoes like about to drop at any moment or is that just me? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like like to me, today I was thinking like okay, tomorrow when I go to vote um I'm or ta- 3 days ago. Yeah, 3 days ago when I voted <laughs> <laughs> I took my kids with me and I'm kind of thinking in the back of my mind, I wonder if they'll ever get to vote. Like Yeah. You know, they're they're four, seven, and eight years old. They're watching mom and dad go vote. Well, they have the opportunity when they turn 18 to vote. Like, can our country yeah. change that much? Dictator Trump, they can vote for him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's clear, like, I don't know, man. It looks like the whole thing's about to turn on its head and fall apart. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I would say, I think the political system that we have now is falling apart, which is a good thing. Um, the, the two like people are sick of politicians. That's why Hillary, That's why Trump is a nominee. That's why Bernie was popular. Um, people are just sick of that stuff. But I still, I don't want to get too much into the fear part because I think that's like, I like like we're saying how God is in control and stuff. No matter who wins and all that stuff, I think what's happening now with the political system is a good thing. We're getting rid of politicians. We're getting rid. We're we're saying we're sick of corruption. And all this stuff. We just want people that are going to mean what they say and whatever it is. Um, that's why it's so close. I I wouldn't get go too far to be like, yeah, Amer- like we're not going to. America's not going anywhere. America's yeah. still awesome and great, and we're, it's going to be fine for us and our kids and our grandkids. Our our kids after that, who knows? They're screwed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I'm not too. Maybe I'm naive too, but. I'm not too afraid of what's going to happen. I'm, I actually like how what's happened to our political system in a good way. It's falling apart in a good way mm-hmm. to me. See, I don't, I don't think I'm necessarily afraid. I'm just kind of taking it in. Yeah. Like I'm here in this moment now and I'm kind of curious at what, what's the future going to look like? You know, it's like the freshmen's in high school. They like, they're the first people to enter high school with out with being born after nine 11 happened. So they, yeah, they, yeah, come, yeah. they come back to people like us and ask, man, what was it like on 9-11? People are going to do that. What was it like in 2016? That yeah. crazy political system and when you had your first egomaniacal, crazy businessman be president or the first woman president. Like, yeah. People are going to ask how that was. Just like how we asked, like, man, what was it like when Kennedy got assassinated to our grandparents? 
yeah, like stuff like that. You imagine if you're if you're 18 three days ago and you're you're <laughs> you're voting like this is your first election, your first yeah. election experience. Like, oh. isn't that awful to think yeah. about? It's miserable. So basically, what we, what needs to happen is maybe the next election we get two Christians candidates because that's what Christians are going to tell it like it is, right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> let's get two pastors up there. They'll be super transparent about their budgets and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, can't do any wrong. <laughs> I, I would think that a Christian president, like a truly, I think that would almost be more aligned with Antichrist than than Hillary. <laughs> anyway, okay, so so we started with an Ask NYPP question from James here. And his ending thought was, what are your guys' thoughts on maybe the importance of keeping our country and government as Christian as possible? Did we answer that question? I don't think we did. I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, Maybe. I don't know. I will say this. If we, did have, if we did have some more Christian morals in our laws, I do think God blesses obedience regardless, even if, even if the obedience is under a law. Because, I mean, that's what happened during Israel's time, kind of. Or am I wrong? You're, I don't know. What's look- your scriptural reference, Alex? Uh, we do everything biblically in this basement. The Old Testament. <laughs> two, two Corinthians. Two, two Corinthians. <laughs> I do think God blesses obedience. Um, so, Absolutely. Yeah. So I do think that as Christians, if there is a particular issue, especially a hot button issue like abortion, like I think we do need to try and fight for that. And But we need to fight for that not just by our votes, but we need to fight for that in our communities by actually doing something about it. Yeah, that's the whole thing in like Romans 13. Like the the leadership is put in place by God for our benefit, right? And yeah. if if we're screwed up or we're doing something wrong, then they're a terror to poor conduct, not good conduct. So like if if we're doing yeah, but things... what happens if good conduct is terrorized by the awful government? I mean, that's essentially what you had in 1776 with the Revolutionary War. I'm just saying, Alex, <laughs> you never let me finish. You always got the re- you rebuttal before I'm even done speaking. I'm just I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> so just think about like under our current government, say Hillary's elected. She probably is, right? So we'll insert. Your robotic Hillary in there. Hillary. <laughs> so, like, we talked about the abortion issue. So if Christians were to step up and say, okay, uh, the, it's a pro-abortion country, but we're willing to help pay uh, for mothers to keep their babies. Like, we'll financially support you. Do you think Hillary's going to shut that down? Like, yeah. it's a free... We could, get, we could get rid of the abortion problem, most likely. For for most of it, if 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 enough people stepped up to the plate and just educated people and was like willing to put their money where the mouth is, like you were saying, I think we could cut it in half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, if if we were to step up as a church, you took a church of like three hundred, three hundred adults who are 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 bringing in you know a, a wage, and they say we're gonna we're gonna each chip in one percent, and we're gonna help save five kids, like. Yeah, like that would make such a huge difference. It absolutely would. And I don't, I don't think any government, especially, I don't think our American government at this stage would say, "No, you guys can't do that." Like, that to me, that I, think, I don't think they would shut think, that down. I think that would but be I, like a huge witness. Ooh, there's there's some uh, Christianese right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that would be a huge witness if all of a sudden, like, what are churches doing? What other Christian buzzwords you got, Alex? Evangelism. <laughs> 
tithing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We Alter need to, calls. We need to get on to part yeah, two of this episode because up. I need to talk about something other than all this. Yeah, election. I'm sure everyone's sick of yeah. this at this point, and we've just bashed it yeah. even more. But yeah, hey, sure either way, it's it's all good in the hood. Anyway, um, we'll be look, fine, guys. We'll be fine. So this is how this is going to work. Part two of this episode is going to be posted on Not Your Mama's Christian podcast, correct? Yep. Correct. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. So our episode posted today, which is Friday, and you have to go wait till next Tuesday to hear the ending. And it's going to be so good. Oh, it's going to be such a cliffhanger. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to play some games. Uh We're going to talk about some other... So wait, we get the boring episode? Is that basically what I just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, Our episode politics, their episode games. Here's a no-brainer. You guys have the episode that actually like means something to somebody. Yeah. We have the episode that you might get some giggles, but no one's going to remember it. No. Yeah. Forget Eric, Eric told me he set it up this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, like, I'm over at Alex's house with my kids. We're playing Legos, and Alex out of nowhere says, I kind of wish I could breastfeed. You're going to bring that up? Yeah. But you were serious about it. Because and then he's going like into like detail on why... My wife has had... Not the greatest pregnancy and postpartum, and one of the things that she always she doesn't complain about. One of the things is tough for her is breastfeeding. So I'm saying I wish I could love my wife in a way that my my breast would produce milk. But why would you bring that up while we're playing with Legos? That's what I don't get. I don't know. I was maybe looking at two Legos and going, okay. All right, guys, that's that's about enough of this. Yeah, uh, just real quick, though, if you haven't liked us on Facebook, you can go like us on Facebook. You can go on our iTunes account. Rate us, please. We need some ratings. We're a little low on the ratings. Actually, you guys have more ratings than we do. So, yeah, take our our friends' phones and yeah. type it ourselves. That's such a great idea. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a big family. So. <laughs> you can follow like us on, <laughs> on Instagram and check us out on SoundCloud as well. Check us out on all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, check out part two uh, on Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast coming yeah. out on Tuesday. All right, we're out, guys. Talk to you later.